0: You are listening to a special winter edition of Trans4, from 4, Fields of Anfield Road. The World's International LFC Podcast.
1: All around the world, uh, this is me, Eric, from 4. Uh, you can find us at Foresight, that's F O A R, fields of Enfield Road, site.com. Uh, so that's Foresight.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we do all these math things like uh, these podcasts, and um, um today because the window is open we traditionally talk transfers which we call the transfer show and tonight is not one where we will be discussing a whole lot of rumors um, because we did that in last week's show tonight we will be um, taking a bit of an in-depth look at the squad where we currently are and we will um, focus mostly on the goalkeeping situation because well um, stuff happened a player sets things and when players say things um things are about to happen um because it's a world cup year um i'm going to dive into that with um uh drew uh with jason with uh mental and uh with uh, christian so it's um it's an amazing setup and we'll have a boss show for you so um i want to start with all of you talking about every line um on the goalkeeping situation, um Drew, we have been uh using the WhatsApp a bit, um with a bit, I'm talking hundreds of messages um <laughs> about the current goalkeeping situation. Um I I can remember that you definitely definitely want Mignole back in goal, or am I mistaken?
2: Uh you are slightly mistaken. <laughs>
3: Can't stand the guy. <laughs> I can so, see how you misunderstand that one. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> c- completely read wrong. Think I had work yeah, to do or something. Uh, no, but, maybe, um, I too,
2: maybe I was too subtle.
1: Oh, I could have been it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now he's dropped indefinitely again. Um, indefinitely?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so what's your take on the situation? What do we do? Where do we go? Who do we use?
2: Well, I mean, you know, I'd be quite happy if we don't use a game for the rest of the season. Uh, I don't wish ill on him. Uh, You know, I think he's probably a very nice person, but I just don't think he's good enough for Liverpool. And he hasn't been good enough in the last five years. You know, 200 games. I can't believe he got to 200 games. Uh, that that blows my mind. Um, so you know, obviously, ideally, you want to invest in one of the top five goalies in the world. You know, you want a Dugger t- or um, you know a Noya, that sort of standard, because that's the only way that we're really going to sort it out. Um, so uh, there's a couple that obviously uh, are uh, been talked about in, in rumors for Allison and um, oblak um, you know I can honestly say I haven't seen either of them play but uh, I'm seeing a lot of stats being thrown around and they look like they're in the top top echelon of goalkeepers around the world so that's what we've got to be aiming for someone from that that group uh, until we get them all you' got to do is persevere with Karius and the award and see which one Comes right, although well, you know Ward, we've seen nothing of, so and I'm I i do not know why that's the case. Uh, we'll have to see, but at the moment it's Carreras and Ward. just as long as we don't see Mix again.
1: So, so that is a no on the mix.
2: Definitely no.
1: It's it's an the mix, so we'll we'll pull that down as a no. Um yeah. Jason. Um, we've been talked about this before and it's it's obviously been mentioned uh, uh, everywhere in the world as well um but the amount of goalies who we signed who locked really boss in their competition um and then they come here and for some reason they turn absolutely shit like we've got a, a, a goalie in carries who doesn't dive which is which is mad and then before him we had a lad who dived before a shot was taken and he goes away and he moves to, to, to Holland and suddenly he's an absolute boss goalkeeper again he was really really good for both uh, NSA and Nijmegen, um and uh, Nijmegen and, and Feyenoord so what's going on is Carrier's you know uh, the next victim in line of digressing goalkeepers for us in our setup, how do you feel?
3: regression.
1: Oh yeah, oh obviously.
0: It's it's difficult to well, it's difficult to say, isn't it? Um is it there's there's a few different ways of looking at this, I suppose. One is um you know, if you, if you think of Minle and um Carriars, um Mignolet played for the the team who were bottom of the Premier League, so pressure was was very different there. Um, it's 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 very. If you come to one of the the top five or six clubs in England as a as a goalkeeper, then it it means. Uh, I think, a, as any player, it can it can make or break you. So, we've seen players who who have taken their time to get up to speed, like Lalana, for example. Um, and we've seen some who who take to it like a duck to water, like Salah. But um, there will always be some who who fail to make the grade, like uh, Joe Allen. And um, yeah, uh, and th- they may even go on and and have a good career elsewhere afterwards. And I think with the uh, with Mignolet, um we've seen this with goalkeepers before. If it might be the case that he's if he's kept busy um, and, and we kind of saw that to a certain extent last January where he was actually one of our better performing players, you know, if he's kept busy, then uh, he, he, he might do well in that sort of situation. Whereas when, when you're suddenly at a top club like Liverpool, you might in the uh, three chances in a game where you have to make a save. Um, it's very very difficult to find a goalkeeper at the top level. I mean, if I think about it, we've had kind of, we had Rayner who was great, but either side of that we've had Dudek, who who was, who was mostly good, but he, I wouldn't say he was a great keeper. We had uh, Westerfeld, David James. It's it's not that easy to find one. Carrius um, again, I think coming from uh, Mines he's going to have um a very different level of uh of pressure to what he's experienced at liverpool but i think what you were driving at eric is that we we might have a, a certain um coach um who who might be quite good at uh ruining goalkeepers um so i think we already saw I don't know if this can be attributed to him, but I think Rayner kind of in his last year wasn't that great. Um,
1: he had a shotgun and, season.
0: Yeah. And then he's been absolutely fine. Um, yeah, even uh, I, I watched some clips of him recently, the last two seasons playing for, for um, Naples. And, and, you, and you think, wow, uh, wow he, he just looks fantastic in uh this is a goalkeeper sort of coming towards the end of his career, so um yeah, it could be could be it could be that as well, the the coach. So I'm I'm a little bit torn myself. Are, are we making goalkeepers worse or are we or are we not signing the right guys in the first place? But for Carrius he's just got to be given more of a chance. I mean when you think with Mignele he's he's been here for years, he's been given chance after chance, really Karius had a spell last year and I think he was maybe dropped a bit early not I'm not blaming Klopp for this but I think because of the insane pressure that built up from the press with Gary Neville having an argument with him on Twitter and all of this kind of crap that happened at the time Mm. um, you know you think De Gea when he first went to Man United he didn't have it easy in his first season but I think we need to see more of Karius before we can write him off
1: yeah, um, thanks <laughs> can't argue with that a whole lot I think um, Christian, if Simon Mignele is allowed to play 5 seasons and, and 201 games for us um, you know, he, he's nearing Xavi Lonto, by the way in in amount of games, he just needs 9 more, so let's hope he doesn't get them um, but is are we riding off carriers too soon? Why don't we allow him to get ten games? Oh, yeah, how you how you feel on, on 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 the situation there, Chris? Christian, are you there? He's
2: going to sleep.
1: Well, that or he's <laughs> getting the extra beer. Um,
4: Can you hear me now? Oh yeah, yeah. There you, Can you are. Hear me? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. All right. I was I was muted. Sorry for that. Um, so. We're doing this for a living, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing <laughs> this for a living. By, by <laughs> muted, he means
0: that uh, he was necking his uh, pint of beer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we'll talk about it later, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, who talks about writing carriers off too soon? I mean, the problem is uh, Klopp, um gets under increasing the pressure. The entire social
1: media. And, yeah, we, we know we shouldn't listen to them. But there are... Uh, a portion of the fan base.
4: In his early stages, club would ha- would have been given more time, but now the pressure the pressure is increasing on him to deliver, and there are there are targets to be reached, and the goalkeeper a goalkeeper position plays a central role in that. And um, problem is, kairos has been already been given some chances, and uh, I mean, Minoulay is is finished. From my point of view, he's finished uh five years still looks nervous still not spreading confidence um howlers unbelievable sometimes good shot stopper but these howlers can cost you big in the cent sem- in, in the champions league later on and um one howler and you could, could be out and uh Mignolet unfortunately delivers those howlers with a yeah with an, um very concerning um at a very concerning rate yeah so every every five six seven games yeah can count on him, and the problem is with Carriers. He, he seems to do it exactly the same. But the problem is, should Carriers be given the ch- even the ch- chance, or should we get a keeper right now? Mm-hmm. But I think what what concerns me most on Carriers is not that he con- he almost lets every single shot through. I mean, more. I mean, he concedes more goals than he saves. Um, but the problem is that that he look does not look really. F- he seems to to have switched off sometimes on the pitch and then he always comes too late or didn't even try to get the ball like the with, uh, with the uh, equalizer from from the blue shit neighbors and so we really have an issue at hand Klopp all of a sudden really has a goalkeeper and uh then he wore for me his only appearance against leicester he looked really assured really confident that was from my point of view um really encouraging but maybe his general quali- overall quality is not at the highest level but i i cannot judge i can- i have to leave it to the to the to the coaching staff but um i think we need a co- goalkeeper and we need him now yeah on that
1: who are you going to get
4: i i, I think it's all black um or somebody, somebody similar. Oh, you know, we have these, these, these rumors or these, um, yeah, these reports about uh, Liverpool in, in, uh, interested in signing either Oblak or Alisson. Uh, the problem with uh, with uh, Alisson is that he is not, uh, yeah, he has not yet proved himself at the highest. Oblak is is proven at world class level, Champions League for. Um, for several years i think he was instrumental in in, in atletico's success in the champions league mm-hmm. and very very impressive um performances against the best teams of with Alisson, we still have to see if he can po- perform at that level and um the problem with uh, being a goalkeeper at liverpool under this this severe pressure and not really have much op- many opportunities yeah to warm up in the game in Germany, it's 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 a common saying that a goalkeeper needs to be warmed up by saving a few not so dangerous shots from the opponent team, and then he's warmed up. He's fully focused. He has, yeah, he is more confident than in the game. And at at Liverpool, <coughs> they have to wait twenty minutes and then they, they pick the ball out of the net. <laughs> it's um, really a problem. you. You we might wonder. To top level.
1: You might wonder. Do we need to defend a bit uh, less?
4: No, please not. <laughs> <laughs> because no no the thing
1: is the thing is um alongside with City um we concede very little shots on goal. Exactly. So y- you might think w- we need to la- have them have them shoot from more difficult angles instead of you know the practically open situations that we have now. That's always nearly always a goal, and and what we think we'll address the 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 um, the city goals on on the carrier situation, but um, um you know it's, it's very very difficult. We only concede like very um, you know big chances. If I sometimes look at games and I you you look at check check had six saves to make against us. And I think one is a save that you actually remember in the other five are uh, recorded as saves. But, you know, any goalkeeper can make them. And I believe carriers can make those as well. He just never gets those shots. So he yeah. needs to impress in like one or two moments in a game. And for us, he's got fuck all to do. Yes, That's, that's incredibly um, diff- difficult if you don't have that rhythm. That's, that's what I was saying uh, about proceeding. the top
0: goalkeepers, you know i mean if you look at um uh what always impressed me about Rayner is that he could have and let's face it under under rafa we we were very stingy in terms of allowing shots and uh, and and so on and um he he could do nothing for an entire game, and then last couple of minutes in the game uh he he would have a very difficult chance to save, and he would make it because. He could stay focused and i think that is really the difference between the the absolute top goalkeepers and and the rest
4: yes i mean stats are grossly misleading sometimes but watch both keepers mignolet and carriers and uh, with what my personal my personal um, impression is that he is not really focused on the game and when it when it really matters he has just switched off yeah comes too late does not realize yeah correctly judging distances yeah the, the, um, the pace the speed of the ball or whatever yeah or if it goes in or not it's for me that is not good enough that is way not good enough and um, it's it, he,
1: is that him is that coaching or is that just confidence and form and and does that change with rhythm what do you think mental
3: Um, what do I think I think it's uh, it's it's a bit concerning that we're changing goalkeepers in January with 15 games to go and obviously some other important games Um, and it's it's kind of it's it's welcome because everyone's had enough of Mignolet rather than because we've got a great alternative Right. And so it's, it's a real problem. It's kind of, if, if you do it, if you do it at the beginning of the season, then, uh, and things don't go well, you can change things. So we played a style that didn't go terribly well for us. And after the Spurs game, Klopp completely changed it. We're a lot more conservative, um, relatively speaking. And, uh, we don't, done very well since then. And in many ways, the keeper situation should have been done in the same way because mistakes early in the season, you can make up for it. Now, coming into the running, you have this nightmare scenario of, um, of uh, let's say, he gets 10 games. If he makes several mistakes, the media are going to be all over it and the same pressure is going to ramp up exactly the way it did last season. And then Klopp's going to have a, a decision to make whether how long he can keep playing him because we know Klopp wants to give them time. He is very patient. He wouldn't have taken him out last year. If it hadn't been for the media intensity, um, so then he's got to, he's going to end up with a decision to make as to whether he brings Miggs back in um, again. So it's a really uncomfortable position given the stage of the season uh, that we're coming into. Um, and I think Klopp's created this this scenario in terms of the coaching. I, I, I read somewhere that um, that uh, is very detailed. You know, I get, I got the impression from what I read, I forget where it was now, I got the impression that, you know, he'll put down, you know, 58 points that need to be covered. And I can imagine Minule being a degree-educated lad, you know, will take that folder home and study it <laughs> and be really sort of, really enjoy that type of thing. Okay. <laughs> Whereas, you know, so much football, so much high-level athletics, it's, it is training, but it's, so much is instinctive, isn't it? Their brains work very quickly in football. You know, not so much on other things in life, but certainly when you're playing the game. And it's kind of... It feels like it's more... Uh, what would be more suitable is that you you look to improve a couple of things. Uh, and by getting a couple of things sorted out, six or seven other things improve because of it. You know, and the, the, the article gave me the impression that he's he's so detailed and he's almost like... It's always getting them to cover too many things, if you like. Now I'm making all this up. This is my own reading into things. It's not what someone else has written, right? So I'm speculating wildly on this. Um, but there's a style of coaching. I mean, my criticism of Miggs is that he's been here so long, his numbers have gone down through the years, and uh, he's he's never taken hold of his own career, right? He's never he's never said. It's almost like him and Aktenberg sit there together and say, yeah, okay, uh, we're okay. We're going to work on things in training. We'll get better, but, uh, but, but things are okay, you know. Whereas he really need, needed to take hold of his own career and say, what's going wrong? Okay, what what can I do to change this? And maybe himself, he should have gone and searched out another goalkeeping coach. And after, after a couple of seasons, certainly after the third season, he should be saying, I need to try a different coach see if things work out differently not cuz I don't like the current one it's just I need to try something differently cuz I want to be better than this I want yeah. to do it right yeah. and that you know he hasn't done that and that kind of that kind of annoys me a bit because it, it it's, it's it gives me the impression that he's okay with uh, with not being really good
1: yeah he's been changing almost everything on on the coaching setup you know, um, we, the medical department we. and the health department, um, intensity training department, every, everything about the physicality, he's changed. Tactically, he yeah. brought in his own lads, so no need for that. Really? And it's interesting to see what he's going to do with the, the peb line, this situation. Uh, he's oh, you're talking, about
3: you're talking about Klopp now?
1: Yeah, yeah I'm talking about Klopp. Uh, so I'm the only thing.
3: Minulet, I'm talking about should have. Rather than just go on season after season not being particularly good, Mignolet should have searched out another goalkeeping coach and thought, I need to try something different so I can get better. And it leaves me to believe that Mignolet didn't, wasn't particularly bothered about getting better. Yeah, he'll, go, he'll come into work every day and he'll train every day, but he wasn't really going uh, extra miles saying, how can I become a really top keeper? Any, goalkeeper, any goalkeeper,
1: goalkeeper that, on, that doesn't want team. a number one shirt when it's offered is a little suspect for me.
3: Do you remember that, that issue where he had to talk to his wife, you know, under Brendan Rogers and, and there was an overcoaching issue there, wasn't it? They were trying to get him to be a sweeper keeper basically, and he was overthinking it and making really bad mistakes, and and he said he had a word with his wife, and his wife said, "Look, just do what comes naturally," and Brendan yeah. Rogers said, "Yeah, we told him to go back and just do your own thing, don't worry about coaching." So it's 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 this kind of thing where, and then he improved from being absolutely god awful. Um, but again, it it just didn't, I think he thought he was going to improve by, by doing whatever they do. I just feel like he should have gone out and done something better, um, done something about it, gone out and searched out a a coach. You know, you you had Pepe Reina there. He was very, very good. You know, why was he very good? You know, uh, he should have probably talked to him about, well, why are you very good? And Pepe would have said, Oh, just Valero's a brilliant coach. It's it's that kind
1: of thing that many ladies doesn't seem to have done. Yeah, that m- must be. Uh, th- th- that's a confidence thing as well. If if you're confident in your own ability, firstly you take the number one shirt and you don't fuck about with twenty two or whatever. Never liked Rainer for doing for keeping the twenty three as well. Just, you're the number one. Pick that shirt, own it. But. Um, it's 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 a confidence thing where you say, well, well, Jurgen, um, you have to choose. We need, I want a different coach. This isn't working. I've been working with John for about two two or three years now. Um, it's either me or him, and I think it's him.
3: Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, you don't have to sort of point. You don't have to attack somebody. You just have to say, look, you know, you have to yourself want to get better, and this is something you want to try to see if it makes a difference. Let you know, me try something, someone different. And uh, that's that. that's a positive a spin,
1: but you know, in yeah. reality, you're just saying it isn't <laughs> working out. I'm not getting better.
3: It's not about Akterberg being good or bad. I mean, Akterberg will probably be able to work with some people and they'll respond well to him. His style's, isn't it? So I think the problem from Klopp, from the point of view of Klopp, the problem is that he didn't have a top goalkeeper at Dortmund. He had a guy who was a really big character, but he wasn't a top goalkeeper, but he didn't mind and it didn't stop him um, uh, winning winning titles. So yeah, wh- from from where he's come from, it, it's kind of it's it, it's not the biggest issue on the pitch for him. It uh, needs to be good, but it's not. Other things are more important. It seems.
4: All things considered, Roman Weidenfeller at Dortmund was a really good keeper because he combined uh, certain skills up to a certain level, which was not to- uh, world class but was very good plus a very strong beast like personality a fighter and a leading personality somebody who pushed his his um, his defenders to yeah giving everything and uh, you don't no. see that for Mignolet. and and no. Mignolet <laughs> does, not, Mignolet. does not seem does not seem to really connect with his with his his mates and the same accounts for carriers yeah, yeah. And both, goalkeepers, well, Mignolet, of Mignolet, seem, Mignolet, both um, goalkeepers of us seem like isolated figures on the pitch
3: yeah. And yeah, Danny, Mignola, I mean, Joe, if, if Joe Danny Ward would you mind
0: awfully looking over your shoulder Sanchez is facing it oops, oh, too late
3: I <laughs> 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 yeah. don't even connect with the bloody game that's going on sometimes the it's problem is CIA, if, Achter,
4: if Achterberg is responsible <clears throat> if Achterberg is, is, is responsible par, at least partly for the failure of our first two goalkeepers and has quite a similar effect on Danny Ward then it's high time to get rid of Achterberg yeah, because then we can forget our third keeper as well.
3: Oh, you can add, and the one that comes in, you know, and the guy yeah. that comes in. And, and this yeah, but the,
4: if, if Oblak or somebody else of that level comes in, Achterberg is gone, I think.
3: Well, hopefully, if we do go for a top goalkeeper, they'll demand their own goalkeeper coach, you know, like yeah. Reina yeah. did.
4: Yeah.
3: I mean, Valera went to Real Madrid and they just kept him, didn't they?
4: Yeah. I mean, I think I mean buying ridiculous. somebody like Oblak and paying £80 million pounds or, uh, uh, difference, yeah and that's that yeah. um mini fee now subtracted from that that is um that is that is a very the admittance of a very costly failure
3: of somebody oh yeah yeah or
1: it's just a huge upgrade um the thing is at the level that we need to upgrade because uh, we have to say he's shit and he's shit and moreno is shit uh, moreno is <laughs> potentially because. in in the top twenty. Of left backs in the world. Maybe that's a stretch. Maybe it's it's thirty. Maybe it's 40, it's fifty. He's still high up there. Dejan Lovren is definitely part of the best fifty centre backs in the world, and we love to call them shit. And the same goes with with me. Like, You know.
3: Oh yeah, he's a top ten keeper. He's just not a top six keeper, is he?
1: He's, he's not going to improve. But the thing is that the players that we want to improve, that's the Virgil and Dykes, that's Nabi Kaitas, and and that's your Jan you know, yeah. I mean,
3: there's that, well, a reason the
1: tra- we, we, we didn't go in or we didn't sign uh, Marres as of yet. He's a good player, um, you know, but is he the one who's going to lift this team, or is he no, just another a, body who, to, who, who can yeah. do a bit of a job?
3: We were never in for him, apparently. It's uh, all nonsense. But um, one thing that struck me about the beginning of the season was that uh, if you think about what's happened, um, it, you know, um, Jason pointed out that minule had a really good end of the season last last year. So kind of he was phenomenal.
1: He was absolutely he was phenomenal.
3: Got top four from it. Um, now, despite that, if if carius uh, had really killed it in training, I think Klopp may well have, him in, you know, early in the season. Um, it just struck me that there's Karius must look a bit ordinary in training. And uh, Klopp said, Right, I've got to introduce him uh, sort of reasonably comfortably, reasonably gently. So he used the cup competition particularly take the Champions League because we have a soft group. And it, it, I wonder if he was forced into doing that because Karius wasn't killing it in training and, and Mignonet was looking really good in training and, and had that good end of the season sort of thing. And that's a bit of a concern as well, isn't it? I mean, Klopp is patient, but it it seems to be you know, patient without being productive in this case. Yes,
1: well, it's it's worked on so many players. Yes, the patience showed the on Moreno on Robertson. You
3: know. Yeah, exactly. With, with, with Klopp, you kind of have to take the whole package, and it will produce really good results with some players the ones that it doesn't seem to work with, then we'll lose our minds over it. We'll ah, oh, can't you see, can't you see that rubbish? <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: um, the penny, I think the penny might finally have dropped now with Minule.
4: <laughs> yeah, the problem but is it's the, not just the howlers, it's, it's the nervousness. Minule spreads all over, over the defence. He is a good keeper, but these personal flaws Menule mm-hmm. has with this nervousness and carriers with the sloppiness, this this switching on or what, switching off or sleepiness or however you would call it, that is not acceptable. That is not acceptable. Everyone makes mistakes, everyone on the pitch. But, I mean, those personal, those personal, personal, yeah, weaknesses, they are not acceptable, acceptable not even at a championship level.
0: At least you can say of, say, Moreno and Lovren that they're absolutely chucking 100% of themselves into it. Exactly. And it's like, if exactly. they make a mistake, it's usually because they're, they're trying to do something. Maybe they've overextended themselves or, or whatever. But yeah, right. Too hard. Oh. Yeah, trying too hard. Exactly. Yeah. A bit overconfident or, or whatever. But um, it's just minile you just like think, come on, come out, get help your defenders out with that cross that's coming in or it's not just the the saves and so on, but I mean I remember watching the the Leicester game uh, the first time we played them early in the season and really losing my shit about him because he he just was never backing up the defence. He was always stuck on his line and you think, Come on, if you had come out then, uh the striker would have had a hard you know, a really difficult chance. Rather than he's got the whole goal to aim at because you're stood in the middle of it, um, and it, it's that yeah, it's it's that type of thing that's just frustrating with him. He's too scared, too cautious, or whatever.
4: Champions League level quarterfinals or semi-finals, and you are under pressure and you have to defend a two say a one goal lead, which which brings you further to the next round, or if not. Yeah, you are out of the competition and it's about dozens of millions of pounds yeah and you have a goalkeeper who in fact helps disintegrating yeah, the oh, team. yeah. time yeah. and again we lose we lose our shit in the last 15 minutes of games like like against city for absolutely no no need that we, we even disintegrate against leicester or burley or, Burnley or the, yeah whoever yeah. that if we want to play at that higher level and fsg with the uh, with the van dyke investment they have made very clear also with the cater investment at that level and those huge sums of money um cash um or uh, spent for that they have made very clear that they want to play at the highest level and um this is really changing direction and it's changing the tune and um yeah,
2: can I? I'm just can, I for that. can I just uh, say something? And you mentioned it with you know, Carius. You know, you would think he, he sleeps a bit whilst um, whilst yeah. standing in goal. Um, you don't think that someone like Van Dijk will will improve that? You, you saw him calling him out in the in the um, FA Cup game. You know, come up and kick it. Come out and you don't think that he would. Uh, you know, sort of get him to pull up his socks and stay awake and talk to him and talk him through the game and possibly improve someone like Carrius who can come out and catch a cross. He caught a couple uh, in the City game, you know, and it yeah. sort of just killed the whole, the whole movement, um, where okay. Miggs doesn't do that, you know. Um, so maybe he needs a Dijk in front of him and um, telling him what to do, you know, so he can build up his confidence again.
1: Would you... Would any of you think that Van Dyke came in and said, "I don't care, Jurgen, what you're going to do, but I don't want to play with me, I? Give me carriers to give me carriers to work with. See how it goes, and if it yeah, isn't, he's not
3: going to say that. Though he's not going to say that. Why not? you just don't. you just don't do that. You don't do that as a player. You know. Why not? Well, no, I don't you know. know,
0: some, some players certainly do. I mean, you, you hear about uh, Messi, for example, apparently, was um, the reason that Barcelona got rid of uh, Ibrahimovic.
3: Yeah. It's a, it's a slightly different to <laughs> 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 oh, gonna... I can't join in this conversation, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, maybe, maybe not. In, maybe not in the sense that I, I think he's an ugly mug, and I don't want to look at it. But he could go on and say, "I, I need behind me. If you want to play that high line, I need um, a very <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I got one of those. Um, <laughs> well, I want a keeper who is enjoying a high line, who can play the sweeper keeper." a lot better. I need that behind me. If you want us to play like that, I need one of those.
3: He'll, he'll ball him out, right? He'll ball out the keeper if he's not doing, on on the train pitch, he'll ball him out. But, you, you know, you you tend to focus on your own job when you're in that situation. And um, you don't walk off to the manager and say, I can't play with him. You know, it just doesn't, it's just not how you do things, really. What? I, I, mean, I, th- knows, I think. I think. Doing a job on the training pitch, everybody knows. It kind of almost doesn't need to be said. You tend to ball him out in a specific situations.
1: You are yeah, the most. For that? No, but you are the most um, expensive defender in the world. And you got this dream of reaching the absolute top, either with Liverpool or have two or three good seasons. And then you move on to a Madrid or Bayern or whatever.
2: Or you win everything with
1: Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, or, or you win everything with Liverpool, which is nice. Um, but you, you believe that you can't really do it with that lat in between the sex. But if you want to move on and either get better with the club you're at or want to move to the next one, you can't have you know the stats that a defence with you leaks goals. Because then you're just a Martin Skirtle. So... I, it I, I, you, I could
0: it I... make you wonder, it's a good point. If you say Coutinho, do you do you say to Klopp, look, I mean, we're a great side, but some of these defenders, um how am I supposed to win trophies for these guys?
1: I would ask. I uh, I w I wouldn't be my does it
0: does <laughs> make really it you wonder, doesn't bad. it? Or or you or you go back to Suarez in the thirteen fourteen season you know, we were great that season but again, we conceded 50 goals um, and he just think, he yeah. just needed to, if we could have just been marginally better that season defensively. Saved um, five.
2: We, sorry? we Saved five of them. You know, <laughs> we would have won. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, was, I was just for some reason then uh, that said to me that if he made five saves in the season <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we'd I've be like that yay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but
1: it does make you wonder it, I would be as, as you know your career is, is relatively short and if you want to be in the highest level you, you need to do it at a club that's semi-successful and as long as you're in an upwards trajectory and the glaring uh, things are being addressed, um, um, you're inclined to say, okay, I can understand. You know, I'm seeing Virgil and I coming in. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing Kaita coming in. I can deal with that fucktard for a couple of months, but something needs to change. I'm okay with these clowns in goal, with these, these, these smoke for hand lad. I, I'm fine with that but that's going to be a couple of months you need to address this
3: I think it's I obvious can. that's why you don't say it it's it's obvious where the, the deficiencies are it doesn't need to be said you know And five seasons you know, five seasons I hope, I hope, I hope seasons. it is now yeah, these guys two managers yeah, two they, managers Van Dyke hasn't been there for five seasons he's been there for five minutes
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, but he he knows who we are.
3: It's it's obvious. Everybody knows the problem. I mean, you can't have Skirtle saying Minulay's shit, can you? Because Skirtle's shit as well. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) He he, he can't do it. But the the lads who you buy 75 million for to come in, they'll want to be successful. So I can understand that there's been a conversation somewhere in Blackpool when they're having a tea just before the, um, you know, just before the rights start. Um, you're saying, that, yeah, I'd love to come to Liverpool, Anfield Road. You know, you, that's all fine. That's like Bobby Firmino, Salah, Mane. That's all nice. Uh, who the fuck's that lad like, that wearing these in- insanely big gloves?
4: I mean, Minouly kept on was, uh, yeah, w- uh, started and went on starting even after the Arsenal hauler um, until Van Dijk came in. Van Dijk came in played against everything harris was in goal before the manchester city game the next the next game following um klopp said yeah he's now my number one keeper if he performs that was before the manchester game but uh, i mean with van dyke in fact uh, the um yeah, pecking order has yeah
3: changed. We, we talked about this uh, a while back actually i was raising the question how does carriers get introduced into the team you know he's playing in the Champions League. games. How does he come in? And this is uh, this is what's done there, whether it was the Arsenal game that was the trigger for it, whether it was Van Dijk coming in, that was kind of the trigger for it. Um, you know I don't know what the trigger for it was, but um, you know here here we have the answer. This is how Carrot is being trying. Uh, he's trying to inject Carrot into the squad, into the team. Right. It seemed, um, and, it seemed and like what, it seemed
0: like what Klopp was doing was playing him in the. Um, in the Champions League but also in some of the um kind of uh that the against the teams like the Arsenals and the Man Cities are maybe not gonna play as many crosses and, and that sort of thing as if you're playing against a Burnley or a Leicester or whoever. Um mm-hmm. and he was doing this rotation around Christmas and it seems then that Minile has gone to complain to Klopp and we don't know exactly what was said, but maybe maybe Klopp has just not liked it that he's having his judgment questioned or, or whatever. And, you know, he came out, and it was a bit strange, I thought, what Klopp said in the interview when he said um, normally it would just be, you know, for this game that Karius is coming in. But from now on, as long as he plays well, then... He'll stay in. Um, So there's something
3: that's happened there. Yeah, I mean, it's possible he's introduced him, knowing that if it goes wrong, there's enough games that he'll bring Mignolet back in to see him see the season out. Um, So it's possible. You know, that's that's why he couldn't leave any later, because you you don't want to get to ten league games to go and then introduce the new goalkeeper. Fifteen is still cutting it, cutting it fine, really. But you know, if he goes seven or eight games and is 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 really doing badly, then he can take him out again, put Migs in, and hopefully repair the damage.
1: Yeah, that's also a very good possibility. Okay, uh, thank you guys. I want to thank you for um, listening to part one of this transfer show, which is all about the goalkeepers. Uh, loads being said. Uh, the only thing that I want to add uh, before we go into close is bit and move on to, um, to the squad that part um, we, we're, you, you, we're going to be in, in, in a bit of a pickle when we buy a new goalie now Alisson or Oblak are both cup tied for the Champions League so you either need to play Migs who you've dropped who's out of confidence or your number two keeper, who you said, well, if if Mix isn't doing well, you're coming in. And oh wait, uh, you're not coming in. I've bought a new goalie f- f- for ninety million. So you know, y- you need to do this two, four, six, seven um, Champions League games. You need to produce for for me. That's that's not the best way t- to do. I much rather think. That it would be a lot more effective if you say, okay, hold on, Carius, Lloris, you got till the end of the season. Um, you get all the cup games, you get all the league games. Um, so rhythm is out the door. Here's your chance. Do what you have to do. Any thoughts on that?
3: I, I can't see us buying around in January. I just can't see it happening. Um, it just wouldn't, uh, it's just such a difficult thing to do anyway and then to, you know it just seems a bit weird he might be looking at um he might be looking at uh, the the Champions League uh, knockout rounds and deciding he actually wants Mignolet in those instead so he might be switching it round so that uh, um because he knows what he gets with Mignolet and he wants him for some very tough games
1: no, potentially. Right, we will see how this is going to pan out. Uh, thank you for listening, part
3: one. We will move
1: to part two. Whatever you want.